This episode is brought to you by USAA Insurance. USAA Homeowners Insurance not only helps you cover your home, it also helps you cover your budget, lower your premium in a number of ways, like saving up to 10% when you bundle home and auto insurance, saving up to 15% if you've been claims-free for five years, regardless of your previous insurance provider, and scoring even more deals and discounts on things like home security, moving, and storage with the USAA Perks Program. Tap the banner or visit usaa.com homeowners to learn more and get a quote. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, this is Austin Eckler, and you're listening to the Fantasy Footballers Podcast. Welcome. To the Fantasy Footballers Podcast with your hosts, Andy Holloway, Jason Moore, and Mike Wright. Ah, welcome in. Tuesday, December 27th, the Fantasy Footballers back in the building. Waiver episode today, championship week for many of you. Yes. Foot Clan titles to be, uh, what would you say? How, what, what, what word would you use? Acquired? One? No, 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 no. Seized. Ah, mm. yes. Foot Clan titles to be yes. seized. You don't passively win them. You seize them. Yes, you open the gates. Yes. Yeah, and you seize that day. <laughs> and some of you may Trojan horse this title with like a Deontay Foreman oh. or a Cam Akers, but don't matter. Get mm-hmm. ready. This, win is a win. This waiver list, there's some nasty, <laughs> nasty boys on this list. <laughs> Last year, last it's year it was. Time. I mean, Jarrett Patterson last yeah, year. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sony Michelle. Boston Scott last year. Rashad Penny was the Rashad league winner. Penny. I mean, nasty boys win titles. <laughs> yes, they do. Nasty boys. <laughs> oh man. This is why we say just get yourself to the playoffs. Yeah, figure it out then. Get rid of that Justin <laughs> Herbert guy and get yourself onto a title. That's what we have always said, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What on earth? We were looking at Justin Herbert this morning. We can transition right into the recap of last night's gross football game. Chargers 20, Colts 3. I mean, 3 was too much. Um, <laughs> this was like tankopotamus. I mean, this was like, let's get Nick Foles out there who – bro. Has his feet in actual cement. Uh, three interceptions. I believe he took seven sacks he as did. well. I'm, and now I'm just looking at the QBR, which I had. Not that QBR is everything, but I, I believe that's a that's a zero to 100. Yes. 3.4. No. <laughs> I've never seen that. That is some impressive I, work there. I have there, not Nick. either. I have not either. Turns out Nick or uh, Matt Ryan, not the... The only problem for the Indianapolis Colts. Turns out, Matt Ryan, the solution <laughs> for the Indianapolis Colts. The best to- worst you could get. Yeah. Absolutely. But Justin Herbert was was somebody people played, obviously, with our endorsement. This season has been bewildering. I mean, yes. they, they clinched the playoff spot. They've won consecutive games when he's been recommended. Austin Eckler has scored multiple touchdowns in both of those games. And Justin Herbert, we looked this morning, he went from – he had 41 total touchdowns last year, 38 through the air, three on the ground. This year, he's sitting at 21. Yeah, he's got two passing touchdowns in the last four weeks. And here's the thing. He's not necessarily playing poorly. They're winning games. It's all rushing touchdowns right now. Um, and so for fantasy purposes, absolutely destroying you. He's been bad on the course of the season for fantasy. In the first half, it was, well, he was without Keenan. He was mm-hmm. without Mike Williams. He Wait till he gets his weapons back. And not only that, but when he gets his weapons back, 
He's got a great strength of schedule for throwing the ball on these teams. And major, major, major letdown here. They're, so, they're, they're not attacking down the field. Not at like, all. Like we saw last year. And th this, is, this is the variance and the danger when you're, for fantasy purposes, when you are a pocket passer. Because it's like you can have the season he had last year and then some things change around you and your, your touchdowns just vanish. Or you can be like Joe Burrow where he played out of his mind last year and the, the touchdown variance has continued in his favor. Like, look at look at Joe Mixon. How, the, Joe Mixon's volume is just pure insanity for fantasy football, and yet he has not been good because the touchdowns have bounced to Joe Burrow. Yeah, there's no deep plays for Herbert, and the offensive line is clearly affecting that a lot more than maybe we hoped. Maybe we figured he would just get outside the pocket, figure it out, still challenge downfield, that's not happening with yeah. Slater out. Uh, Eckler's still great, 18 for 67, always gets it done. Although, you know, 12 receiving yards in the game, you know, could have been a lot better for him. Keenan Allen was the PPR pick of the week. I mean, yes. 11 for 104, 9.5 a catch, but constantly targeted. Mike Williams ended up with 76 yards, but was mostly uninvolved. Yeah, it was, was disappointing. And then the, the other big storyline was this supposed news we got just yes. before the game that Deion Jackson had apparently been in some sort of screaming match with his head coach over involvement in the offense. The coach said, I'll show you, and gave him no carries. Yeah, yeah that's it, that's how you do it, everybody. You let those players know. Well, it that I will take L's before I <laughs> listen a, to you. Before I let a player boss me around. And L's he has <laughs> taken. Jordan Wilkins had the same amount of snaps, eight snaps apiece for Deion J Jackson and Jordan Wilkins. Um and they and the Colts did put up three points. So that worked out because thirty six snaps to Zach Moss. And I always say if you want to put up three yeah. points, mm -hmm. get Zach Moss on the field. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It was it was really hard to watch. And we've had a lot of primetime games like that lately. The Cardinal game was hard to watch with Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Cool. It was brutal. And then we got this one. So moving on, getting you ready for championship week. Lot to talk about. Lots of matchups and uh playoff scenarios to talk about. Let's jump into the news. News and notes from around the league. Presented by USAA Insurance. Well, let's enter the mixing bowl here, Jason. Let's get you going. Derek Henry. Oh, yeah. Listed as a DNP on Monday due to a hip injury. Mike Vrabel, I hadn't seen this quote yet, so this will be fun, uh, said, quote, they're looking at how many guys they can realistically think can be back in a short week. Huh. Yeah, interesting. Well, it's oh, a short, Henry. It's a short week. I mean, Derrick Henry's not going to play. Are, are we all in agreement here? Like, I don't I, think it's a guarantee that he's out. I, man, I think that the... But you might want him to be. I think the best case scenario is you get a... Okay, we're, we're right before game day. Uh, we're going to sit him down. Because if he plays, the, I, I think we can all agree he's not playing a full game. That is for sure, and can he do enough damage in the one to two quarters that he gets? Yeah, I mean, if he plays, I'm going to play him because I I, I can't have Derrick Henry. Sure, have a I agree with 60 that. Sixty yard, you know, touchdown on the first drive from my bench, but um, I I really I do not think he plays this week. I think they give him a full. It, it's a short week for Thursday night football for a game that does not matter where the following week is a win and get in the playoffs. So I believe I've lost Derrick Henry for our League of Record Championship. Uh, the waiver wires uh, that we're talking about coming up, yeah, pretty important. Nasty boy number one. Yeah, Hassan Hassan Haskins. Haskins. Yeah, Nathaniel Hackett. They just couldn't wait till the end of the season to get rid of this guy. Also called the, quote, perfect hire by this team. Uh Ridiculously yeah. terrible season for Nathaniel Hackett coming over from Green Bay. Um, there's been reports that the team wants to, quote, blow it up in Denver. I want... <laughs> Except Russell Wilson is just, like, blowing out the fuse every single time. They're like, okay, here we go. And he's like, no, you can't get rid of me. No, there's no, there's no situation where you can't build around Russell Wilson. 
and trying to lay it at the feet of every coach and scheme and situation he's been in. You have to build around him. You have to hire somebody that he wants you to hire. If I, I mean, I, no one's going to try to figure out Russell Wilson's brain because it's too unlimited for, right. for the rest of us. Yeah, he's got the, the pill. But I would just go ask him who he wants. I mean, I, I literally would do that if I was the, if I was the Broncos because if you're going to commit to him as, as your quarterback, all that matters is that he succeeds. I mean, the Cardinals are in the exact same boat to me, except for, you know, you just got to get a mind that can compliment Kyler, not, I, I you know, think, hand him a controller. I think the big difference there in whether or not you build around Russ or you can build around Kyler is R Russ might be done. Like inwardly it's in possible. that unlimited head, if you if you watched Limitless, the end of that movie was not good. This this pill that made you limitless, it came back to to roost and uh, <laughs> well for most, but then Brad, but then they figured it out. Oh, so maybe they will. Yeah, you okay. turned it off early. Yeah, yeah but, you didn't. You didn't see the real end of the wait, movie, did you? It, it worked out in the end. Yes. Uh, yeah. But my point is, I think Russell Wilson <laughs> is just done. He's toast. And if that's the case. Building around him. This is Frodo. the guy who thought Frodo died. Yeah. Oh man! Spoiler. <laughs> this is the guy. Who <laughs> I, that story uh, you got to tell for two sure, seconds. Sure. This is, two, two I mean, going back. So this was when the Lord of the Rings movies were coming out. Yeah, you so got a twenty-year spoiler. This is here. Obviously, a long time ago. I was with a friend. We were. I was buying a new car. He was helping me like pick out a car from a lot. And this was a, the type of friend who would just. You know, not 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 the best dude. He would absolutely ruin anything and everything he could. And we're talking about cars. This one came with a spoiler, and his words were spoiler: Frodo dies. <laughs> and so, I just I flat out believed that Frodo died. And at the end of this movie, he's sit like I I'm watching this movie. He's sitting with the lava like going around him. Yeah, on the mountain. And, for and I knew what the rest of the theater did not. No. Right. Of course. He's about to die hot. If only there were like source material. Liquid magma. Well, right. <laughs> Other than the people that read the book, Mike. Uh, but uh, the spoiler was a lie. Frodo oh, survives. Oh, man. Yeah. There you go. Anyways, Russell Wilson sucks. <laughs> that's, that's the message. Yeah. I, I feel like, like, imagine being, imagine taking this job. Like, you're going in knowing that. Your chances of succeeding based off of what they have to do with Russ are really poor. If you're the Broncos, I don't know, I, you're going to swing for the fences. You're going to try and get the highest profile coach you can. But at the end, maybe you just find the cheapest guy you can because you know he's going to be here for two years and then you're going to have to move on. Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine Sean Payton saying, yeah. Oh, no. Sign me up. Either. Well, you also have to trade for Sean Payton, which is something that I don't know that the Broncos can do. Just remember that every year, a ton of coaches get fired and a ton of things don't work out for real teams. So when right. you're making fantasy decisions based on rational coaching, rational general managing, drafts, all those things, professionals make mistakes. So you're going to have to go with the punches because they come every single year and no bigger one than the expectations for Russell Wilson, yes. Cortland Sutton, the Denver offense, the situation there. Um, Jerry Judy looks all right. Yeah. It's kind of come I to mean, life here. When you're compared, when you're held up, against everybody else looking pretty good uh just got work jj watt to retire after yeah. the season so just, that just came through playing really well he had a he had a fantastic yeah. game yeah so uh we've got tony pollard missing monday's practice jerry jones says he's gonna play so right now nothing to change in your expectations tua tonga vailoa placed in concussion protocol yeah, what 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 he reported delayed symptoms this is not good this is the third concussion this year second time in protocol Wow, that means Teddy Bridgewater will almost I, certainly I, play. Yeah, I, I would assume for sure that he'll be the starter. That's an interesting. It's a downgrade for Waddle, and it's a downgrade sure. for Tyreek Hill. Yeah, it, it just from a big play perspective, we we looked at it like Bridgewater can dink and dunk it around the field, but does yeah, it yeah. not concern you against New England? It certainly does. Okay. Yeah, it it. I mean, you're not to the point of I'm looking for different options other than than Jalen sure, Waddle sure. and Tyreek Hill. But it's just an, another factor when you're setting your lineup. For two of though, I mean, this is like th this is some scary stuff. Three concussions in a year. Uh, I don't pretend to be a doctor and no, but it's like we saw, you know, some we saw twice 
him on the field, where the, the 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 repercussions of the concussion, and it's like this this is some scary stuff. So hopefully he's okay. No, it is. But it's long term concerning. It is. Christian Watson day to day with a hip contusion. Hey. Nick Sirianni won't rule out Jalen Hurts playing in Week 17 against the Saints. So not Jason, yet. are you, you you won't rule him out either? I will definitely not rule him out. I would <laughs> love to have him. <laughs> Mike White cleared for contact. Will start. Joe Flacco back up. Zach Wilson inactive. Uh, he's on uh, laundry duty, I yeah. think, is what I heard. Yeah, sorry, Zach. And uh, that was today's news and notes. Brought to you by, as always, USAA Insurance. Learn more at usaa.com slash insurance. Welcome to The Fold, presented by Samsung Galaxy. Well, it is time to turn our attention to the waiver wire. Welcome some guys into the fold. I should throw it over to Deucer's Alley for a moment, just because we have... Uh, Deuce Street's back? Yeah. <laughs> Deuce All right. Street's back. All right. The whole, <clears throat> the whole you, crew bro. is here. And um, any of you guys playing for anything this week? Oh, my gosh. Kyle? You are the meanest person. <laughs> You are the meanest person in the show. Yeah, I'm going to have some awesome DFS lineups in. All right. All right. Kyle? That's a lot of fun. Uh, I am playing Jason and Mike in Dino Jr. Fun. Yes. Okay. So yeah. we're ready to rumble. And you, I talked to you this morning about this, facing off against the back-to-back uh, -back champs over champ, here. Champ, champ. Champ, champ. And I've been saying for a while, someone needs to step up in this league and just stop what's happening because <laughs> it's, you know. Yeah. No, I get it. It's this. I mean, yeah, they, yeah. Who, who needs – can't stop destiny, my friend. <laughs> I mean, and so you had great deal of confidence. Uh, you you said verbatim your team's better. Yeah, with Henry out, I feel way better with my team. Mm. Oh, okay. you must not know about Hassan Haskins. <clears throat> yes, on our roster then. Yeah, or Jamichael Hasty. Uh, nasty boys. Yes. yes. The nastiest squad. Oh, man. I know you're winning. I know you're <laughs> yeah, winning. so does Kyle. I mean, everybody knows you're winning. You yeah. could – I mean, you don't even need – you could hit, like, a randomizer, put all your names in a randomizer, throw them in your lineup. I might, we might just start Derrick Henry either way. Yeah. Oh, just, my gosh. Just a flex. If you did that, <laughs> Kyle would be a, a puddle. <laughs> all right. Uh, wide receivers, where are we looking? So, guys that you're going to welcome into the fold, I mean, you just – you're throwing out the name Jahan Dotson, pretty highly rostered at this point, but this guy is just is coming through in the clutch. Even the difficult matchup where you were, I mean, I I I would have been nervous to start Dotson, but against San Francisco, but six for seventy six and a touchdown. You we don't have real clarity with uh, who the quarterback will be, but the beginning of the season when when Dotson was having that success and Terry McLaurin was not. That was Carson Wentz, so it, I don't think it really matters to me who the quarterback ends up being. He would be – I think he's my top priority uh, just because he is he is such a good player. He he, You cannot keep him out of the end zone right now. So I, I, I think and he's, he's at the a top big of my list. He's a big play yeah. potential guy that they're taking more shots on. They need something explosive in the offense. He's at the top of my waiver wire. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Uh, Jahan Dotson is my number one pickup. He's probably rostered, and that's sure. that's the the single issue. Um, if he is available, I would I would pick him up and I would play him, and I would uh, echo what Mike said. It doesn't matter who the starting quarterback is. The last three weeks, we've seen it with Heineke, and it looked for a while like Heineke was a bad thing for Dotson because Wentz was spreading it around more, not just you know locked in love eyes uh, with, uh, <laughs> with Terry McLaurin. With Terry McLaurin, so. Uh, yeah, he's number one. But if he's gone, then I think there's a a a, a few player pickups that are all a, a tier or two down that are okay starts. Well, Isaiah Hodgins continues to emerge in the uh, necessity mm -hmm. category for the Giants offense. Who, you know, when you look at what's taking place with playoff scenarios, the Giants are right on the cusp this week. They need a win, and Hodgins eleven targets is what you need to. Uh, pay attention to there. Eight for 89, a touchdown. He's been good for four-plus receptions in four straight games and is ro uh, rostered on only 7% of leagues. Hodgins is a very uh, adequate uh, like pickup and play. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I don't love the matchup, uh, and, and that's something we need to address here. 
the strategy of this week, right? You, the, you are you are obviously not picking up any stashes. This is can this guy start or not for your and look at your opponent as well because you want to play keep away. Does your opponent need this player? If they don't need them to go in their starting lineups, then don't even worry about them. Um, you know, in championship week, once you've got your roster set and your opponent has his roster set, some leagues, the tiebreaker is total bench points. Drop guys, pick up quarterbacks just for that, you know, outlier situation where you tie. Um, but with the matchup against Indianapolis, I'm, you know, especially with what we're seeing from this team, three points yesterday, and it's just mm -hmm. like you don't need to do much. And the Giants aren't this high-powered offense where I worry that this game is very similar to what we saw last night. You know, it'll be 20-3, to three and hopefully Hodgins gets a touchdown. Now, last week you had situations, a lot of them, with weather that you had to make, you know, you bench Zay Jones and you play a Darius Slayton. If you have Darius Slayton, are you just staying with Darius Slayton or are you willing to move to Hodgins for that spot start? Personally, I would rather have Slayton just because I think the the big play opportunity is what you're looking for in championship week in a matchup like this. I don't expect Indianapolis to be out in a big lead. Uh, a player that I'm interested in, and this is a little dicey because we don't know the full health situation that sure. would allow him to start, but Romeo Dobbs um, has a great matchup, right? Minnesota's playing for the number one seed. The best matchup. Green Bay is playing for their lives. Like, they, you know, this is... Um, in Green Bay, if Christian Watson cannot start uh, because of the hip injury, Romeo Dobbs in the best matchup that exists for wide receivers in a must-win game uh, with the opportunities to to play you know, the, the primary role or at least the wide receiver two next to Lazard with Christian Watson gone, if he misses, that would be my favorite pickup and play. It's the third highest over under of the week currently. We're talking about Minnesota versus Green Bay, 47 points. Over the past couple of weeks since returning from the the four month or four week absence and the bye week, you know, Dobbs was at thirty two percent of the snaps. That jumped up to sixty one percent of the snaps against Miami. So you would uh, I mean, I would project that should Christian Watson miss this game, you'll see him up in that high eighties, maybe even the low ninety percent of snaps. That's a huge opportunity against the the worst perimeter secondary in the league. Are there other opportunities on that? In that wide receiver room beyond well, Romeo like, Dobbs. Like Cobb? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Meh. Yeah. Meh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like. He was only one for five last week, so no. Is yeah. it okay? No is an acceptable answer. Yeah. Well, I, was just, I was trying to think through it and, and pull up his actual, you know, stat sheet. He has the one week against the New York Giants where he had 13 targets. That was week five. But other than that, you know, he's getting. For basically four or fewer targets a game, averaging 4.2. So the uh, the Giants in a must-win game, the Packers in a must-win game. Rashid Shahid, New Orleans yeah. wide receiver, despite the weather, five targets, four for 41. I believe his snap percentage was seven. Or in this game, well, it wasn't high because of the two tight end running situation. But the week before, it was up in the 70s. He's, like, he's last man standing right now. Yeah. Well, and you want this situation where you are – uh, the number one target, and that could very well be his situation. He's explosive. Olave seems likely to miss another week. Yeah, yeah, and Jarvis Landry, had you missed that news, he went on the IR very recently. So, I mean, with with the with the afterburners that he has, the the matchup against the Eagles on the road, it's not the greatest. But again, this is this is nasty boy time, and Shahid could hit a big play. Hey, I got a nasty boy for you. Someone that started the year really, really hot, disappeared, and now might be back. Talking about a Dorch. Oh, no. <laughs> Just Dude, I a, don't know. I know. It's tough. This... I know. But if Trace McSorley is the, is the Cardinals okay, that's, quarterback that's... again this coming week, which we don't know for sure yet, if that happens, we saw Greg Dorch as the only the only player that, that McSorley is able to get the ball into his hands. Yeah. Like. I Hopkins, wouldn't do it, though. Hopkins had the targets. <laughs> I right? thought you were saying if Cole McCoy's back, you might turn to the Dorch, which in that case, I I would consider it. Yeah, well, ir funny. ironically, I feel like it is the limitations of McSorley to get the ball to the perimeter successfully. He could throw it there and give you Hopkins targets, but it's really just the 
manufactured touches that McSorley's able to do, and you you've got to move the ball a little bit. So uh, through the course of this game, I mean, that's that's you what did you say saw. nasty boy. You yeah. did say nasty boy. That would be as nasty putting your trust in McSorley and the Dorch. I mean, uh, the one thing about Cole McCoy too is he gets targets, he gets catches. the ball out of his hands really really fast. So I think the Dorch could in a full PPR in a full PPR he had yeah eleven targets that ten catches ninety eight yards. It's gonna be off. That's will Atlanta. Be, yeah, it, the matchup is there, but it will be so sketchy because we had a couple weeks ago where we thought, hey, you know, the Dorch is going to be back here, and then it was it was Robbie Anderson, and it was so I, I don't know that you could say for sure that he will be the game plan. Um, if for some reason Jacoby Myers is out there, which we doubt, uh, he is seventy eight percent rostered. Please pay attention to him near the tippy top of this list. Sure, they're in a you know a, a very important. Six for eighty-three and one last week for him, and a very important game for uh, the Patriots. Do we have news on Lamar Jackson? Because the De last he I heard is that he could practice this yeah. week. Okay, because Demarcus Robinson, you know, is we haven't really wanted any of the receiving options while Tyler Huntley has been the quarterback, just hasn't been able to get the job done. But if Lamar Jackson could be back this week, I think we need to peek at the Ravens' receiving room and say, "Oh, you could have an actual really good quarterback plan for you." All right. Uh, any other names at wide receiver you want to throw out there before we move on? Michael Gallup, probably I mean, rostered. He's super rostered, but he would be a, a fantastic should he have gotten dropped. Uh, Russell Gage from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's been usable the the past couple of weeks. I mean, he had the spike game a couple of weeks ago. This one against Arizona is 5 for 65. Uh, I just think you could do worse than Gage. What's the matchup? This week Carolina. is Carolina. Boy, that's a, uh, a must-win game for both teams. I believe uh, they clinch if they win. So. Yes. Um, quick break. Back with some running backs. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Some things may seem small at the time, but when you keep them inside, when you keep everything bottled up, you leave those emotions to fester, and they can have some serious negative consequences. I know when I was younger, you know, you don't want to always say what's on your mind. You don't want to be seen as ungrateful or insensitive or whatever, but sometimes you bottle those things up too long, and they develop into real problems. Talking things out, working through what's weighing you down, it is more helpful than you realize. And if you want a safe space for that conversation, I recommend therapy. I've had therapy. I've had practical, personal advances through therapy, whether I'm learning positive coping skills, how to set boundaries personally, how to make better habits in my life. There's a lot of benefit, and you can give BetterHelp a try if you've been thinking of starting therapy. It's entirely online. It's convenient and flexible. It's also easy to get started. You just fill out one brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash footballers to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash footballers. This episode is brought to you by USAA Insurance. When you're a homeowner in the military community, peace of mind is priority. And USAA Homeowners Insurance is the award-winning service to give you just that. If you have to file a claim, the process is transparent and easy. You can do it all right in the USAA app. And replacement cost coverage comes standard. That means damaged items are repaired or replaced, even if they cost more today than they did when you bought them, which could put your wallet at ease to tap the banner or visit USAA.com slash homeowners to learn more and get a quote. Restriction supply. Before I move into running backs, I do want to poll you guys for a moment. I have a question for you. Okay. I do this every year. I hope, you know, everybody wants to see society change in positive ways. Sure. Yeah. We want to see people grow, mature, uh, look out for the betterment of one another. Yeah. Okay. So what percentage of fantasy football players have a week 18 championship game? Oh. Uh, oh did you, you put a poll up? You, you bet I did. Oh, oh, okay. So I want to know how our society is maturing right. and growing or whether we're just – we're just willy nilly. We yeah. just want chaos. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with. Oh, I'm going to go ten percent. Ten percent with the stupid Ooh. Week 18 championship. I was going to go fifteen. As of now, okay. 
95.4% week 17. Oh, all right. All right. 4.6%. Yes. Now, do we yes. have a like We're taking next week off, everybody. I was going to ask you, when's the threshold when we take off? Because like, at some point, we have to be we're, we the example, the, right? Yeah, we're, 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 we're facilitating part this. of the problem right now. And we're, I think we're the only ones, guys. Like, Everybody all, else takes all, it off? All of my fantasy industry buddies are like, well, this is our last show. And my, because we're almost facilitating. I've, we're psychotic over here. I have been noticing that. I, I've, I've seen around you know the Twitterverse <laughs> and everywhere else where it's like, this is everyone else's last week. We're here for these week 18ers. <laughs> Because we want to be here for the Foot Clan. We really do. We've, yeah. we've, we discuss internally. We're like, we don't want to do next week. We, the three of us, are not in a Week 18 league. We're either super happy we won a championship, super sad, and burnt out because it's over. But we're like, we have people that need us. We cannot leave on the championship week. But those people, are they're, they're shrinking. They're shrinking? Yeah. If we get that to 3%, I'm out. That's yeah. what we say. We need a threshold here yep. where we're, we're going to have to get weird next week. To make it interesting for us. Yeah. Yeah. Tune in. <laughs> maybe maybe what we'll do, because Jason's in some title games. We've got some things on the line. Papa Josh. Papa Josh is in the uh, final week of the puppy over yeah. on Underdog, giving it a shot over there. Um, this might be like, you know, we might just be reflecting on Jason's emotions. Oh, man. I hope they're good. <laughs> Maybe we'll have a like a funeral if any of your teams lose, or like a celebratory like parade yeah. through the studio if you win. Also, I might not show up. <laughs> right it, it, now, which one is? I won't show up for the parade. Okay, I was uh, gonna say if I if okay. I if I win all my matchups, you're just not here. I'll attend the funeral. Okay, yeah, you'll be here if I lose. Got it. Uh, it'll just be easier, yeah, you I, know, yeah, yeah, because no, I've been through some funerals. <clears throat> yeah, I know that routine. All right, let's dive into what running backs we are welcoming into the fold. There's a there's a number of names that you, we're just going to throw out really quickly. They're in our waiver wire uh, page on the website, thefantasyfootballers.com, because they're not 100% rostered. They're not even 90% rostered, but they're probably, if you're in a competitive league, they're probably rostered. Cam sure. Akers is at the tippy top of the list. James Cook as well. Uh, Tyler Algier is... I think the top of mine because he gets Arizona. Yeah, and he's a little little bit lower on the roster percentage. And, and Algier has been the workload and the opportunities. 23 last week against Baltimore. This is their identity, and it's even more so with Desmond Ritter at quarterback. So Tyler Algier against Arizona. I love it, man. He's this He'll be a, great. This is a guy who I thought he was, mm -hmm. and then he fell in the draft and – like, the NFL made me completely second-guess of, of what I was watching on Tyler Algier. I thought he was a complete three-down three down guy, and he's getting the work, and he is succeeding. Yeah, 4.9 4. on we the all year. really liked the talent of Algier yeah. in the NFL draft season, so it is nice to see the back half of this year like, ah, he is legit. Yeah. Okay. That was the most uh, – the last two weeks, the most opportunities he's had on the season. So it's, it's ascending. They're at home. They're against Arizona. There's a lot to like there. And again, James Cook's Monday Night Football and what should be a shootout, that's a good opportunity. Gus Edwards is also rostered. Those are the four names that are in the just glance in case. Of course. You never oh my know. My goodness, that, that Monday Night Football game. Championship week with the amount of players in Cincinnati and Buffalo for fantasy. I mean, usually, you know, most weeks – the the Monday night game affects some people. This one's going to affect almost all the championship games. Yeah, and to speak to these names, Acres was only started in fifty seven percent of sleeper leagues last week. I that that seems high. Like there was no chance I was playing Acres against Denver. Yeah, because Denver's not going to give up fifty one points. <laughs> and Acres has been terrible. Yeah, and then Tyler Algier only started in twenty three percent of leagues, but um, you know it's been his backfield. It's not been Patterson. Yep. So getting to the real meat and potatoes here the real rancid stuff the the nasty <laughs> the nasties <laughs> um i i can't even say these names i mean zach moss yeah you gotta start with zach moss i like i don't think you could put Dion jackson in a lineup the no. Je jeff saturday has has told us with his actions who he will rely upon so if you're going with anyone from that team it's zach moss but that is even though the Giants have kind of fallen apart on the defensive side of the football, that is that is uh, desperation. Yeah, the matchup against the Giants, they are allowing the highest yards per carry for running backs in the entire league. 
And Zach Moss is going to say, yeah, <laughs> okay, well, check this out. I can help that stat out for you. Zach Moss or Hassan Haskins then? Assuming that uh, Derrick Henry is out, uh, I would go Hassan Haskins. I, I uh, would too. I, it really would be tough for me personally to rely on <laughs> Zach Moss, a player I've outwardly. This Rolling Stone does gather Moss. It's that slow. Yeah. It does mm -hmm. gather Moss. Yeah. Uh, so although, look, I mean, looking at uh, I'm looking at rlads.com. They have it's a great resource for for depth charts. Uh, but so we got Derrick Henry, we got Hassan Haskins, and then we have Julius Chestnut. That are the those are the only listed running backs. And Hassan Haskins was like Haskins production profile. That's the guy that eats all the uh, the hot dogs. Yeah, it is. Yeah, he's the third string. <laughs> oh man, good one. He's been bulking up, getting ready to this play. The kind of prime material you'll get <laughs> next week. On the fantasy football, oh man, week yes, 18. Kyle. We know it's Joey Chestnut. I just wanted to say it in case you, it, you that, forgot. That's, that's why it's a joke. That's the joke. <laughs> you didn't say Joey. Yeah. No, I know. I know. I didn't say Joey. Oh man, next Th week there's a little bit of a leap a person has to make for the like for the humor. If yeah. I just say, "Is that Joey Chestnut?" Then I'm already laying it out for you. Yeah. <laughs> We were there. Well, not for everybody. Kyle, I mean, not Kyle for Kyle. A, <laughs> Kyle had a very difficult, heart-wrenching yeah. loss in his main league. He did last not sleep night. last night because and of so, it. So you know, he's he's still confused this morning. <laughs> but do you I'm, have any coffee? You start your coffee at one a.m. It was about three a.m. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> oh, Kyle! Listen, listen. We're all in it with you, Foot Clan. Kyle uh, is in it with you. Spent last night. He lost on the final play of the game. Uh, I'm just bringing up stat. literally. Well, not literally. Not the, not the the kneel down, but the the Michael Pittman yes. catch that was not a first meaningless down. catch. Yes. I mean, just ended the game. He lost on it. Then he didn't sleep. Then he spent all night looking at both sides of his matchup, as one does, to find out if anybody could get stat corrected <laughs> to get him through to a title game. Um, he also another fun fact because we're just this is sharing time. Could you throw it to the deucer cam? I appreciate it. Thanks. Uh, yeah, this is sharing time and. Kyle, how many plays of last night's game did you watch live due to your nervousness? I watched none except for the final play with Pittman. No! <laughs> I didn't know that! I didn't oh. know that either. Oh, man. So, so he watched one oh, play. Oh, my gosh. Which, have you ever... I mean, I we've all been there. I've, I've had times when I am... And I'm not a superstitious person by nature, but sometimes you feel like when you turn the game on, it goes bad for you. Oh, yeah. And when Leave you turn it off... Like, it can't hurt you, so I'll ignore things sometimes, and then Kyle doesn't watch the whole game. He turns it on for the final play That's of the game. ridiculous. To see the sword plunged into his heart in a meaningless, meaningless play. And that, I, That's like hiding from the swordsman and then finally thinking he's gone, coming around the corner, and you walk into it. The sword was just sticking out. Yeah, you didn't, you, you didn't even swing. So you're a puddle. I understand oh. if you don't really pick up on any of the humor. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, I tried so hard and got so far. Uh, in the end. Yeah. And no, to be clear, nothing for, really matters. Kyle, to be clear for Kyle, just so you know, um, the the hot dog guy's not the <laughs> he's not the third stringer. So Hassan Haskins. Yeah. Uh, his his final year in uh, uh over there, you know, at Michigan, the production profile is. At least okay. They're built to run the football. And like he hit the percentage of rushing attempts that we want to see. He hit the percent of touches uh, that you want to see for that usually translates into some success. So I actually could, like this on Hackins. Hackins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his and his film was pretty good too. So uh, saying that the matchup against Dallas that kind of stinks. The fact that it's Malik Willis is the quarterback, but he should see a good amount of volume. Should Derrick Henry be inactive? The poll is now sitting at four point two percent. Oh, we're almost. Oh, oh nice. We're almost. We can. We can do this. We could get to. We could get next week off by the end of this show. I if love this poll it. turns the right direction. Uh, and then a couple other running backs to pay attention to: Justin Jackson for the Detroit Lions. Jamal Williams has the injury. We don't know the severity of it just yet, but Jackson was already somebody who was involved enough to destroy DeAndre Swift's value. As you say, we already. The thing we still know is that they don't want to give yes. Swift the ball. Yeah. So Justin Jackson would. I think you're looking at basically a 50-50 timeshare if Jamal Williams misses, and then Jamichael Hasty for the Jaguars. They're uh, hasty. Yeah, yeah Jamichael Licious. 
That's, uh, that would be the nastiest oh, of nasty. See, that, he's I'm so my favorite. Ex- I'm so excited for it. Like, nasty, nasty. No, that's if, not good. If, if we knew, if we knew going in, uh, you know, to, to the matchups, which obviously it's difficult because Thursday is going to be Derrick Henry, but if we know that Derrick Henry and Travis Etienne, basically for the exact same reasons, if those two running backs were sat in both matchups, I would I would play Jermichael Hasty. Yeah, I, agree. I would actually like it quite a bit. You're playing against... Houston, um, Jermichael Hasty and his few opportunities has been good. We saw him in week 12. Where, he's a pass catcher. Exactly. He was a pass catcher. Had 67 receiving yards and 17 total opportunities. Uh, not not a great, you know, world-beating uh, running back, but I, I think the matchup is there. And, um, you know, the, the team, if, if they sat ETN and did not – did not sit for a full game uh Trevor Lawrence then the the scenario though for Jacksonville isn't the same as Tennessee correct because Jacksonville can still find their way in by winning this week so there may be there's a little bit more on the line for them agreed yeah as Uh, of now while we're putting in waiver claims I personally I expect Derrick Henry to not play and Travis Etienne to play there you go okay uh let's let's look at some tight ends guys okay stare at them tight ends Evan Ingram Probably rostered. If he's not, silly. Silliness. You got to roster him. What am I saying? Can we end the season? Oh, yeah. Just embrace. Schmevin. Schmevin <laughs> takes on Houston. Schmevin's about to get paid some money. Oh, it was one year, right? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, mean, Schmevin. I'm guessing Jacksonville probably franchises don't, him. Don't underestimate his ability to undermine himself right. over the back part of the year. Taysom Hill, probably rostered. Tyler Higby. Actually, more rostered than you'd expect, but he should be. He's the last man standing here against the Chargers, and I'm cool with it. I think you have to be water, right? You've got to make adjustments. You've got to be willing to schmevin your way to a title or hig beast your way to a championship. And well, I think you can conk your way there as well. Can you? Uh, yeah, you can. Yeah. You got Mike White. Mike White's back. Baby. Mike White's back. We have targeted the Arizona Cardinals and the Seattle Seahawks as matchups. The entire season. Yep. Uh, oh, get ready for you, Zama. <laughs> sure. Could, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get ready for you. Yeah. No. But, uh, yeah, Conklin's an opportunity this week. Yeah. I, I. You know, you look at the last two weeks, you've got Conklin with two targets and four targets. But the last two weeks, those have been Zach Wilson games. Prior to that, eight targets, seven targets. Perfect matchup. Conklin is available. If you are getting nasty, I think you can conk. conk. Yeah. So, uh, if you... Let's say these guys are either on your roster or your waiver wire, and you have to put them in order. Are you playing Ingram against Houston or Taysom Hill against Philly? Ingram. Ingram. Okay. Are you playing Taysom Hill against Philly or Tyler Higby against the Chargers? Ooh. Probably staying with Hill there. Yeah, I, uh, I go. I personally go Ingram, Taysom Hill, Higby, Conklin, Komet. Okay. And Noah Fant last week got into the end zone, but not a lot of targets. They faced the Jets. It's a little risky, but without Goodwin potentially – Without Lockett, potentially, Noah Fant is a talented enough player to – he could be this week's Higby, for all we know, and surprise a little bit uh, in a must-win game for Seattle. Like, Seattle's fighting for their playoff lives as well. There's a lot of NFC scenarios where, like, the Giants are in the driver's seat right now at 8-6-1, and one, but there's a number of 7-8 and eight teams that are in contention, Seattle, Washington, Packers, you know, that are competing for playoff spots. So there's a lot on the line in the NFC. That's what you want. You don't want these Derrick Henry, you, we could just sit him. It doesn't even matter. Right. Situations. No, no, I don't want that. Uh, some defenses to look at. Uh, boy, Kansas City takes on Russell Wilson with an interim head coach. Please play Kansas City this yeah, week. Yeah, I'm, I'm in on that. Yeah, I mean, they, three picks last week for Russ. They they offered the uh, head coaching job to their defensive coordinator, and he said, nah, nah dude, I'm good. <laughs> Wait, are is you that a serious? real story? Yeah, yeah, that's real. That that happened. He's he's like, I just really want to. I think it's, uh, I should finish out the season with oh my with this my defense gosh. and focus my energies there. This is this is the opportunity of a lifetime. There's thirty <laughs> what thirty two of these jobs. Thirty two. Uh huh. And he's like, Nah, I'm good. No, nah, I'm good. I don't. I don't Ooh. need the blame at the end of the year. I'm doing real wow. good with this defense. Let me just. You give me credit for what I've done on the defensive just side. Not Do last not, week. Do not attach me to Russell Wilson. Yeah, not last. Hey, that's that's 
That's a smart man. <laughs> so so I see Jacksonville on this list. Yeah. I am not in on Jacksonville's defense at all. Yeah, they're, they're Houston, really? No. Houston has been uh, – they figured out a little bit of a a system in recent weeks. They've demoralized uh, – not demoralized, but they've made it a non-plus situation for three consecutive weeks. So Jacksonville's defense is nothing that impresses me. They make plays here and there. They, they just gave up, what, 34 points to Dallas. Jacksonville's defense – for fantasy purposes, has been on fire. Uh, you know, in our scoring format, I'm looking at 16, 12, and 14 points the last three weeks. So in a matchup against Houston, to me, uh, I I would be absolutely fine playing. Uh, obviously, Houston has stepped it up. Like, they, they have really competed the last three weeks, but this is still a team that can turn the ball over, you know, with Davis Mills, give up a lot of sacks for fantasy purposes. I'm, I'm okay with this in a divisional matchup, so... Um, but I, 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 I hear what you're saying about Houston not being the auto-punching bag that they were a month ago. Yeah, I mean, they did dominate Zach Wilson last week. Yeah. Jacksonville did. Uh, and they, they could definitely, you know, sack Davis Mills in this game, and maybe they score the way they did against Dallas. Chargers take on the Rams. Okay. I don't know what happened with the Rams last week, but the Charger defense has been making a lot of plays. They've been playing well. The secondary's been working out. Uh, I don't think Bosa gets back this week, but there's a chance he's practicing. Chargers against the Rams at home. Yeah. Opportunities there. The Giants at, against home, the at home for both teams, basically. But uh, yeah. I like the Giants one a lot. The, I mean, the, the fact if they go with Nick Foles again, I guess we got to stay tuned to see. It'll be Ellen Gidger. Ellen It really doesn't matter. That's my guess, by who the, the way. I don't know is, it for sure. But seven sacks, three interceptions. If it's Nick Foles again, uh, I think that the Giants can. QBR of three can if, do some do some serious damage. Yeah, I would imagine that they name a starter soon. And if if before waivers go through, we know like it's, hey, we're gonna it's, stick. It's Jeff Saturday. <laughs> He's if, putting himself in. He's living his dream. Stick with Nick Foles. Then the Giants move pretty much to number one because it looked like Nick Foles has not thrown a football or watched football or done anything football related since, since the Super Bowl. <laughs> Super Bowl won. I mean, it, that guy was not prepared to he, to play in the NFL any longer. Yeah, started getting first team reps last week for the first time all year. Yeah, so that'll make you un like it. make you unprepared. Arizona at Atlanta. Sure. Opportunity there. Cardinals defense has been opportunistic this year. Atlanta is not a, you know, with Desmond Ritter, mistakes can happen. J.J. Watt wanting to go out with the, you know, he's about to sure. retire. Go get them sacks. Yeah. Cardinals defense ended up losing in overtime last week. But uh, number six overall defense against Denver the week before, that's an opportunity as well. So that was Welcome to the Fold. Presented by Samsung Galaxy, unfold the edge-to-edge -edge screen of Galaxy Z Fold 4 to maximize your game viewing experience on Championship Week. Wherever you're at, visit Samsung.com to learn more. Full stream ahead. Streaming quarterback options, really important this week. And it's not just, you know, it's not just injury situations. It's player versus player situations it's do i go back to the well with justin herbert oh, and trust that he can you know put up m more than single digits or do i go with a player like my stream of the week jared goff against chicago it's the highest uh total of the week bears are allowing the second most fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks goff at home has been incredible goff yeah. is a must-start quarterback this week over Agreed. you know i look if lamar jackson's back I'm playing Jared Goff over him. Yeah. Um, if you know, I'm playing Goff over Aaron Rodgers and any hopes that he takes advantage of Minnesota's defense. Uh, so you know, Minnesota, San Francisco, and Dallas are all still in contention for the number one seed in the NFC. Just for the record, it's not just you know one team vying for that position. There are three teams vying for seeding. So, um. I, I think I think Goff is going to have a really really strong yes. week. Goff is great, and and it's worth noting like when you're streaming in championship weeks, it's probably streaming from your bench as much as streaming from waivers. You might notice if you made it to your championship that the waivers are pretty bare. Uh, you know, real smart managers have been looking ahead and hope you know if you've been listening, 
you're one of these guys, and Goff has been someone that we've looked at this matchup for a while. I can't imagine there's many quarterbacks I would want to start more than Goff this week. Sure. Um, I'm going to talk about one that is more widely available because of new injury who might not start. But Gardner Minshew, should he start if Jalen Hurts is out? He obviously gave you enough last week against Dallas in a tough matchup to prove that with those weapons, with uh, you know A.J. Brown and, and Dallas Goddard and uh, Devontae Smith, Gardner Minshew can get it done. I am fine starting him championship week, and that's probably what I will be doing uh, as the Hurts manager, and he is still widely available. He's rostered in... 28% of Yahoo leagues, 27% of ESPN leagues. I so, Knowing your situation with Jalen Hurts, having Devontae Smith on your team, I, I'd imagine you need the upside of that stack, of the Minshew-Devontae Smith stack, if you are without Derrick Henry. You know, you need some more opportunities for, uh, you know, those guys come together like they did last week. That would mean a lot. I'm so sad. <laughs> well, uh, Minshew, yeah. Minshew was great yeah, last week. Yeah. I mean, there, there have certainly been weeks where Jalen Hurts has he had fewer fantasy points than what Minshew put up last week. Yeah, Minshew came through. Uh, I'm going to throw out Brock Purdy. He gets to take on the Las Vegas Raiders. That's San Francisco's Brock Purdy. They are six-point road favorites. Vegas 31st in schedule adjusted points to the quarterback. And Brock Purdy, while he's not giving you, you know, top five numbers, but QB 8, 14, 13, he's thrown two touchdowns in all four of his starts. His his touchdown percentage is 7.5%, which is just ridiculous. So 7.5% so of his attempts are turning into touchdowns right now. He has fully unlocked George Kittle, and he's letting the cast around him carry him and, and, and really give him big-time production. So I think that he, he makes sense uh, I, against the Raiders. I agree, and I think you know the gravity of Christian McCaffrey everybody's looking to to him on every right. play. The play action, it can't work better than when you have Christian McCaffrey. Not to mention, you play action and McCaffrey's still in the play as a receiver. Sure. It just it makes a mismatch like Kittle really valuable. Like Brandon Ayuk has not been um, taking advantage of the lack of Debo Samuel. It has been George Kittle who uh, has done that. So, you know, if you're staring down the decision between Mike White and Aaron Rodgers this week, let's throw those two names out there. Mike Man. White is... I, I could go Mike White. That's, yeah, Mike, that's me too. Mike White's a, a good start. He was okay for fantasy before the injury, and he's taking on Seattle. Seattle's a matchup that I think you uh, can target. And so, yeah, he's he's okay. Uh, anytime you've got, you know, Garrett Wilson is unbelievable and Mike White can actually get the ball to him you've got two weeks of pent-up energy Garrett Wilson Elijah Moore Corey Davis that they didn't get to use out on the field because of the Zach guy right mm -hmm. so uh the Jets are two-point favorites against Seattle in Seattle that would be the only challenge they're going into Seattle and yep. taking on a a team trying to survive yeah, we did. And then just an update here. Tony Pollard will participate in today's practice. So that's that's good news if you got Tony. Okay. All right. Any other news from the uh, Deucer's Alley? Any other information? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> well, we'll be back for a show tomorrow. How about that? Let's check this poll out. Yeah. Did we get oh, next week Are off? we down to three? We're at 4.1% oh, now. Okay. Lower that. I got to go vote. So 4.1% uh, of our staff will be here next week. That's Thanks what I for tuning out. in, everybody. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Fantasy Footballers Podcast. Join our fantasy football community on jointhefoot.com and follow us on Twitter at the FFBallers.